to the outer mission. Hit play. And then pause as soon as you see how long it is. There's pause here. Okay. So one thirty thirty-eight. Um Okay. So I wanted to make sure that, that we got the the time code down on this one correct because um it's a weird release on this. Oh. Um so we're we're starting to watch Ghost Watch here. Um and I want to take you back, Brian and Danny, to the year nineteen ninety two. All right. Um it was in the United States like a little post satanic panic mm-hmm. in the UK. It was still in prime force. time satanic panic. Um, in addition to the satanic panic, they had the thing called video nasties. Have you heard of those video nasties? Yeah. Nope. So it's a, it's a series of 70 something movies that came out during like the seventies and eighties that okay. were banned from video stores because they were too violent. Oh, okay. And so that kind of went along with the satanic panic with the UK government at the time in the mid eighties and late nineties, where they're trying to censor film. Like a person, a purification, a repurification. Yes. Yes. Um, you know, trying to keep, um, the Christian values, Catholic values in Europe. Yeah. Yeah. General religious stuff. Um, so it's 1992. Um, this is a TV movie. And okay. it, it aired on BBC, um, oh, Halloween, okay. so 1992. It's TV. yeah, it's British. Um, that, well, that's why I'm talking about the UK. <laughs> well, I thought. Go on. There's been many reasons <laughs> why you're talking about the UK. Uh, my understanding is that Great Britain is part of the UK, which all encompassingly is Ireland, and then Scotland is the capital. I'm 99% sure that those are all places. Um, there's so many inaccuracies, but then mixing them <laughs> with accuracies that I don't know how to answer any of it. Yeah, it's like trying to untie a fucking knot. Well, untie it. I, you, you pulled it pretty tight. Scotland. Scotland. Um, you can't just <laughs> say a word and the euro. So anyway, <laughs> Great Britain, the United Kingdom. There's there's an island, people. Um, it's islands. left of Europe. Adjacent. <laughs> Does it depend on the type Not of map? Not if you're looking at it at? from the North Pole. I guess it's technically part of Europe. If you were looking at it from the North Pole, it would be to the left, to the right. The window to the wall. To the window to the wall. <laughs> it would be to the right. Yep. Anyway, we're watching Ghost Watch. <laughs> <laughs> A BBC uh, original. So in, in 1992, for Halloween, the BBC... Uh, decides to broadcast an investigation into the supernatural hosted by TV chat show legend Michael Parkinson. Parky, assisted by Mike Smith, Sarah Green, and Craig Charles, and a camera crew attempt to discover the truth behind the most haunted house in Britain. This groundbreaking live television experiment does not go as planned, however. Now, just off off the gate, it's fake. Yeah. So it's it's meant to be like a War of the Worlds type of thing. But I was going to ask if it's a War of the Worlds. Yeah, where, where, you know, 
in context of the show, everything's played as it's real. But at the very beginning, it's like written by this person, directed by this person. This is fake. Because <laughs> like, they didn't want a War of the World situation, I imagine. Again. Right. They had one anyway. Um, it was a big problem. They don't want in, in a full-fledged satanic panic. Um, so it actually, th- there were several deaths and suicides Holy shit. Uh, related to this. What? Um, so after this aired, um, let me, I'm reading this. So the, the British Medical Journal actually um, a- acknowledged that this show caused mass PTSD in children uh, after it aired. Wow. Yes, I'm looking forward to this, um, man. Be- and, you know, it's it's corny. It's from the 90s. But, like, at the same time, it- it's done pretty well, so don't expect it to fully hold up. But the fact when you're children in the 90s and watching on, it could feel very real. Right, especially when, like, you don't tune in for the first two minutes. Right, and, and you're, you're just like, coming into it. You're like, what the fuck yeah, am you don't I see watching? And you're like, what is this? Yeah. Um. So... It's 91 minutes. Um, as far as where you can watch it, you can't, really. It's not on anything. Really? Um, it's available on DVD on eBay. That's about it. Is that where you got it? Uh, yes. Um, I don't feel like that is where you got it. That was not satisfied with I your answer. I acquired a digital copy from it because someone purchased it on DVD <laughs> and put it on the okay. internet. That, I believe. <laughs> Gotta know, we gotta get this one. Look, guys. if if I can if I can get a legitimate copy of something, you hesitated when she said, "Is that where you got it?" it was a, <laughs> yes. Look, we're being recorded. Here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there there weren't a whole lot of ratings for it, like you would typically find, like a Metacritic and Rotten Tomatoes. Um, but there's a little bit. So it's a seven point six on IMDb. Hmm. Um. There's no critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes, but there is an audience rating of of seventy six. Wow, same. Um, so yeah, I think it's an interesting movie to watch, just kind of from that context of it being a found footage thing that people really didn't interpret correctly. Um, there's a stat here that says that after it aired, they got thirty thousand calls. Uh, complaining about it and it was banned and it hasn't been shown on tv since whereas like all the previous halloween specials they like they'll like rehash them for every halloween not this one (laughs) like they're just like nope never again never again and only recently like within maybe five six seven years something like that was when it was released physically and was able to watch it before that it was like you just couldn't find it So if you didn't watch it that first time through, yeah. like you just didn't get to watch it. And I bet there were like bootleg VHS copies floating around somewhere. Yeah. But like um, to be like the poor kids in that just un- un- unlikely yeah. circumstance that you're watching that Halloween special and like you're so like damaged. Yeah, because it's, from it. it's, you know, on the level of other found footage stuff where some of the stuff is kind of creepy. Yeah. And, and, uh. You know, I, I imagine a parent at that time thinking, oh, it's on TV. It can't be that bad. Right. And then, you know, their kids just being wrecked. Um, <laughs> because the, not being able to think, understand that it's not reality because it looks so much like it's supposed to be reality. Yeah. Um, and and speaking of the, the version of it and kind of how it's maybe a little difficult to find, that's why I wanted to say, you know, an hour, 30 minutes and 38 seconds is the length of this one, just in case you have like a janky version. 
Um, so if you want to hit play, um, then we'll sync it up here. Michael Parkinson in, fade out, Ghost Watch fading in, and fade. The program you're about to watch is a unique live investigation of the supernatural. It contains material which some viewers may find to be disturbing. No creaking gates, no gothic towers, no shutter windows. Yet for the past 10 months, this house has been the focus of an astonishing barrage of supernatural activity. An astonishing barrage. This footage was shot by parapsychologists so, investigating the case. Now you're about it, to see one of the incidents showed this house before the thing played at all. That it was Let's fake because this didn't show us that it was fake at all. Yeah, it went this in. is like the cold open. It's gonna, it's gonna have like credits. Oh, okay. Right, right. I mean, it's kind of fucked up to do a cold open like that. Because <laughs> I guess you like hyped. Oh, this is already gonna make me anxious. Sound footage stuff freaks me out. <laughs> pretty creepy to me yeah you know what makes it creepier that they use fucking kids for it like as a kid like that's totally ups the creep factor i think i think uh like later in life if i was one of those kids that played in this to then learn that like people like committed suicide and stuff because of having watched this yeah. and scared them so much like i would that would kind of fuck you up maybe a little yeah I just want Chris Hansen to come out and like take someone to jail. <laughs> we get it, Ghost Watch. To catch so a paranormal predator. Halloween night uh, that was a paranormal predator. We TV Ghost Watch. That's the scene in uh, Fox Hill Drive in Northolt. Our outside broadcast units are there. That's the house where it might all happen tonight, or it might not. <laughs> we shall see. We're going to investigate one of the most baffling and fascinating areas of human experience: the supernatural. Tonight, television is going ghost hunting. In an unprecedented scientific experiment, we hope to show you, for the first time, irrefutable proof that ghosts really do exist. I'm joined in the studio by Dr. Lynn Pascoe to give her expert technical advice. Throughout the program, I'll be taking other expert opinion about the supernatural from both here and America. You'll be telling us your ghost stories. And as our tale unfolds, we'll be taking your calls about just what you're seeing. Well, let's go to the main location of our program, the house in Fox Hill Drive. Craig Charles, that well-known ghost hunter, is our reporter. Craig, how are you? I don't Hi, Michael. think yeah, I'm fine. I'm taking the valley, this would be scary on, now for kids because of reality television. The media, but at the time, reality TV wasn't a thing in 92, so I 
can see why this would really freak someone out. But they out. did a, a lot of these, like, uh, Geraldo Rivera, like, opening the tomb sort of things. Yeah. Yeah. And after that, you can share with us your own supernatural experience on our very own Halloween witchboard. I mean, switchboard. Over to you, Smithy. Thanks, Craig. We'll come back to you later on. Right, this part of the studio is your part of the studio this evening because this is the phone number we'd like you to call us on. You can now see our Ghostwatch team are here. That number was real. Calls. Really? And when people would call in, the first thing it would say is, this is not real. <laughs> call us now. As a matter of fact, of course, Mike Smith has a very particular reason for keeping a beady eye on the proceedings tonight. Michael. Well, so would you if your wife had just told you she was going to spend... Why is that like the, the British Donald the Trump? haunted house in Britain. Of course, we're talking about... <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. And Sarah is our reporter who'll be spending the night actually inside our haunted house. She's very keen to do it, I understand, Mike. Oh, yeah, jumped at the chance. Actually, so did I, because um, we've both been interested in ghosts and, and that weird sort of stuff. And to be honest, I could never have sat at home tonight on my own and watched this program. I'm safer here. All right, Mike, thanks a lot. Now, confrontations, of course, with the supernatural can be devastatingly real. Let's find out what effect they've had on Mrs. Early. That fireplace looks like it's a recording, so, uh, on a, like it's playing on a screen, slightly fast-forwarded. It might be. I've lost track, really. I have um, plates, teapots, cups, a, a broken tap. we got this thick smell, so disgusting. Pam Early. Um, stains got on clothes from nowhere, out of thin air. And then the central heating went. Yeah, the man came and well, he couldn't understand it. He said it was impossible. Everybody said it was impossible. I said, great, you come and live with impossible. So many things have happened. You start thinking, I don't know, maybe you've done something wrong. Um, it's wrecked my, my house, my home. Okay. Uh, over to you, Michael. Total Impasco. Is it disturbing? That's real. It's just got a weird reflection in it. Uh, you investigate. It's like some sort of metal behind it, so you get a weird reflection. I think. This is early, according to evidence on that film. Did the British accent develop because Brits don't want to show their front teeth when they're talking because they're usually all fucked up? Yes, but you can see. It's obvious these people are desperate for help. It makes me so angry when you still get people out there denying that these things even yeah. happen. Right, Hook very like this, like you, like you don't move the upper lip very much. You hold it very close. That's just a picture of a ghost in the back. Like a sheet with eye holes. I don't think anybody should ever go any sort of Halloween type setting as a ghost in a sheet. Yeah, probably not. Well, I suppose the truth is I love a mystery. A tightrope walk into hate crime. Actually, my own experience with things ghostly, albeit very brief, was so intriguing, I thought I might get the chance to learn a bit more tonight. Well, perhaps we might get the chance to hear more of your story later on. Yeah, if we get an opportunity, I'd love to. Actually, Smithy was there when I had my encounter with what I think was a ghost, but he wasn't quite as struck as me, though, were well, you? Well, no. Well, well, yes. I mean, I think this is the right environment to study these things. Yeah, that's I mean, why I get sent out here to the front line, and you stay... They, they do a pretty good job of making you think it's live, right? Because oh. they're, they're making the little mistakes. Well, good luck. He's and like, well, no, well, later. yes. Now, before we go into the line, it feels then, very I'd like to introduce authentic. you to Alan yeah. He is an electronics engineer and a member of the Society of Technical Research. 
And the fact this was a made-for-TV I think they probably... I, I'm not sure that these are actors. They might be, like, news people. But I didn't think about that. Okay, so that would be very come natural to them. What are they exactly? Well, anything from inexplicable noises, footsteps... It's probably more likely that voices, presences, the feeling of being watched... Uh, okay, the BBC only has like four actors so, you know, for the whole place. Lights, telephone, uh, right along at the David Tennant's in like everything. Now, we've got our own BBC scanner here, but what are you using it for exactly? Well, we've got a remote video camera mounted in every room. Uh, yeah, he do. What are you using the remote the, video camera in every room we for? We have a, a, a image analysis equipment linked in. Uh, the tape is time-coded. And atmospheric condition and temperature are logged on screen uh, by sensors. Those are like the little burglar alarms with the red lights, right. except they're triggered by cold instead of heat. Um, intense cold spots are a secondary phenomenon. Uh, we also want to detect uh, a secondary phenomenon. <laughs> uh, basically, any aberration at all could be a signal or a clue. Well, we hope you get lots of both of those. We'll leave you to it, Alan. Okay. And uh, we'll go back outside, where I'm going to be able to introduce you to two of the very important people who are at the front line of this vigil, as psychical researchers call it. Now, the first person is actually standing right behind the camera. And if he hands it over to me, you'll notice two things. First of all, that his hand is a lot steadier than mine. And secondly, that he bears a remarkable resemblance to Mike Getting. Yes, you do. <laughs> Chris Miller. Hi. Now, Chris, does this camera differ in any way from the sort of camera you'd normally use on an outside broadcast? Well, it's a normal lightweight mobile camera, but in this case it's been adapted so we can use infrared as well. Can we see how that works, Chris, yeah, if sure. I hand this back to you? What's you. the best way to demonstrate it? Well, if we can kill the lights. Okay, Clive, can we uh, knock the lights down now? There you go. Right, how's that? I can see you quite clearly oh, look. now. Yes, yeah, so good eye on, on the monitor. I'm, I'm quite close to you, though. I mean, what about um, what about the people down here? Yep. If we move down here, how fast can you move with that thing on your shoulder? Actually? Quite fast. It's not bad. Who needs a steady cam when you've got Chris Miller? That's what I say. Oh, yes. That's what she there says. This feels like luring me in with a I false mean, sense of security. Yeah, what, definitely. Though, this means for us, doesn't it, that nothing can lurk in the shadows. That's right, there's no hiding place. Absolutely. Um, right, let's have the lights back up again then. Okay, now we've got our vision back. I think it's time to meet sound. Man of sound mind here, Mike Ayton. Not only can this gentleman hear an ant scratching its back legs at 50 yards, he is also the unofficial chairman of the Adrian Edmondson Lookalike Society. Right on. <laughs> so if you're not of Another 90s British reference that <laughs> is completely over my head. I don't know about you two. Mm, yep, not a clue. How about you, Chris? Feels real niche. Are we ready to go in then? Yep. Okay, well, we'll see you later. And. Uh, Spitting image of Sir Alfred like Cavendish. As man makes Bucktooth appearance <laughs> into the camera. There we are. Hi, Pam. Now, um, oh, look, here we are. This is the burger alarm that Alan Demescu was talking about. Could we make ourselves at home? I just realized that you can't spell Ghostwatch without twat. 
<laughs> I'm so confused by this well, woman's ghost watch uh, shirt. Is she wearing it over shoulder pads? Settled down there for the night. I wonder if they remain as jolly as that all evening. We shall we shall find out. Uh, Dr. Fasco, <laughs> let, let me ask you. Why did you first of all? Why did you oh, choose great. That, that particular house? Uh, well, it um, it was a decision we made over many weeks. Really, what happened is that um, we ran a computer program of all the haunted locations in the UK, and then. The haunts of locations in the UK. We were all unanimous that Foxhall had more tangible phenomena uh, on record than, what well, I was going to say, any place in the world, but certainly any place in the UK. We'll see evidence of that. Of Is course, that a toupee he's wearing? The program. What's the chance of three pay? <laughs> I don't honestly know. Um, just just got a shine and not human hair to it. Thick and fast. I mean, so much so that. We had difficulty logging it all. I mean, some nights it was like uh, being in a circus or a, a war zone. A war zone? Mm, yeah. that bad. Well, what about Halloween? Will, will that make any difference, do you think? Yeah, I think it will. Um, certainly there are more reports on Halloween than almost any other night of the year, but maybe that's because uh, people expect to see things. Uh, mm. I'm taking out no bets. <laughs> I'm hopeful, though. All right. Yes, we're all, we're all hopeful. Let's, let's take uh, a Oh, that feels real racist. Uh, this is Emma Stableford. And she's I mean, if it had a pointy top, you, uh, Emma, that's a ghost. No, I mean, Emma, KKK yeah. is very different. I story, no, I know, but in today's, you wouldn't want to do that with white British. Is that what you were talking about when you said see the Don't ghost? That, the Emma. picture? Yeah. Oh. I thought for a second maybe something flashed across the screen that I missed. The real footage of that haunted bedroom. You will want to pay attention. Well, I know it was dark. But I was sure I could see a figure. It just feels like it's too close. It's like still like towing. Just by the curtain. Yeah. Very, very vague, but definitely a figure there. Oh, a woman. A person's body, at least. Standing there in a black dress. Emma, I've um, examined that particular piece of film many times, and so I'm not I'll tell sure. you what to do, Emma. If you can actually spot up the specific point on that tape where you saw this, this figure. Uh, and tell one of our operators. We'll yeah. actually spool it back to the point where you tell us, and then I'll get Dr. Pascoe here to have a, a good look at it, okay? Oh, great. Yeah. Good. All right. Thanks for calling. Uh, uh, before you go, Emma, uh, could you give a full description of what you thought you saw to somebody manning the phones, please? Can you do that? Yeah, I will. Great. Okay, Emma, thanks a lot. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. I'll tell you what we'll do. While we, we search for that uh, piece of tape, uh, let's find out what Sarah's up to. Sarah, did you hear that? Somebody thinks they've seen a presence in the house. Today? Yeah, you've not noticed anything this evening, have you? No, nothing to report from here yet, except how absolutely useless I am at apple bobbing. Come on, girls. Yeah, those uh, shoulder pads and under that shirt are ridiculous. <laughs> Who was that? Can you hear that? Now all I see when I look at that shirt and that name is Gostwat. Are, are you hearing? It's coming from in. <laughs> Beast. Beast! I got it! Look at that twist and Mike Smith, is it? I don't know though. Is it, is it your idea, this Smith? Well, I had a bet with your husband that I could get a four letter word out on television. And I nearly did as well. It was Beast. B E A S T. Beast. You're the class act. I think that is such a cheap shot, I have to say. I mean, you know I can take a joke with the best of them, but we're all keyed Well, look, up in look, here. I'm sorry if I'm being insensitive, but it is my brief. They said, Craig, come along, be insensitive. Can you get out of the way a minute? You're in the, in oh, the middle yeah, of my close up. They were in on it. They were in on it. <laughs> Give me that. Give me that. Sorry, chaps. I love you all. If there's any ghosts, keep them to yourselves. Love us and leave us. Go on. I love sure. you. 
You needn't smirk, Mike Smith. You were in on this. I think you're in a certain amount of trouble with her indoors for that little uh, situation. Uh, I'm sorry there, Doctor. Our producer, in fact, created a happening in the house just in case we were on a wild ghost hunt, so to speak. We aren't, I promise you. All right. Well, let's go back to Sarah now. Um, Sarah, right. when you're ready, <laughs> let's hear the real story of strange happenings at Fox Hill Drive. Twat. And by the way, have you got over your shock yet? Yes, I have recovered now. Thank you, Michael. Gas twatch. Let me Gas fill you in on what's been happening here so far. Let's face it, there's violence at some time or another in every part of London. And this estate is no exception. But there are some days, and certainly nights, where Mrs Early and her two daughters would rather be out on the street than right here within their own four walls. Let's go upstairs for a moment. It all began in here oh, I hate on December so 28th, much. 1991. Who was the first person to experience something? Suzanne. We had a bit of an argument because Suzanne wanted to stay up and watch some film and I wouldn't let her. Go on, Susie, you say what happened. She went to bed about... Um, I was I in bed. Mum came in to tuck me in. Instead, she just stood by the bed, looking at me. At least I thought it was her. And then she just turned... The thing is, I didn't tuck them in that night. I always do. But that night, I fell asleep in front of the television. I told her she must have been dreaming. Then a few days later, it was my room. Should we go and have a look? <laughs> a few days later... These terrible noises woke me coming from the walls, like a, back, like a thudding. All around you? Yes, like the whole room was going to come apart. D did anybody else hear it? Yes, Suzanne Kim heard it. Kimmy, if you heard it too, what, what sort of a noise was it? I was screaming, I was shouting, what is it, what is it? Well, I didn't know what to say. They were that terrified. So I said it was pipes. No, it's central heating. So afterwards, whenever Kim heard something, she'd say, it's pipes. Pipes is here. So by this time, Kim, you could actually feel something as well, could you? Whereabouts was it coming from? There. What is it that's over there? Pipes. That's where he hides. Does he live there? Where does he live then? Anywhere? Upstairs. How do you know he lives down there? Because I saw him through the crack. He was there. He was staring at me. What happened after I don't like that. you saw him? I drew a picture of him. Have you kept it? Yeah. Can we have a look? Yeah. This seems so realistic. Yeah. Let's have a look. Is that exactly how he looked when you saw him? Yeah, he was disgusting. Really disgusting. It's a good picture. Yeah. No. It's a present. Oh, thank you very much. I'll tell you what, why, why don't we put it up somewhere where everyone can see it? Mm, yeah. Where's a good place? Um, in the fridge, in the kitchen. In the fridge? Yeah. <laughs> 
There we go. Be all right putting him up there, do you think? Yeah, because he likes everything freezing and really cold. Pam, there was something else, wasn't there? Yes, there's also this. One day I looked in Susie's exercise book from school. What? Oh, look, what's an exercise book? Oh, I was so shocked. I said to her, did you write this? I was, I was going to hit her. I was so mad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Britain. <laughs> Jesus. I was, I was going to strike my child. I was so mad. Oh, what? Michael. Lots of uh, questions there that need answering. And perhaps we'll have a chance to, to answer some of them uh, tonight. I'm just uh, actually hearing in my earpiece that uh, Mike Smith has some news. Mike, what's happening? Thanks very much. Thank, uh, thank you. Um, I've, uh, I've got eight or nine phone calls here, which are like Emma Stableford's we had earlier on. They, too, have seen a mysterious dark figure in the background of that shot in the children's bedroom. Michael? Dark, mysterious figure, Doctor. Have we got that sequence ready yet? Yes, sir. Can uh, we see that tape? Yeah, I think we can. I think we can see it right now. Let's roll the tape. There you are, <clears throat> up there on the screen. That's the tape you wanted, isn't uh -huh. it? Sleep, turn the light off. Mom said if you don't. Right, right. Now, this is the point where Emma Stapleford, our caller, says she could identify that dark, mysterious figure in the, in the corner of the room. Don't say anything myself, do you? Can we rewind it? Sure, yeah, let's rewind Can we it. Play it again? Yeah. Can we play it back, BTR? There you are. Back a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Is that all right? Yeah. Uh huh. Can we go forward slowly? Sure, sure. Yeah. I'm doing that now. Oh. Mm. Well, slow enough? Uh-huh. I can't see anything now myself. False alarm? Yeah, I think I can see what's happened. Do you see the shadow cast by the curtain there? You see on the, the no. curtain on the left-hand side? Not really. I'll tell you what we'll do. We've got a piece of... Uh, Adam, wheel that piece of sophisticated technology in here. You can actually use a light pencil on the screen there just to identify exactly the area that you're talking about. Perhaps you, yes, that's right. Just, just draw on it as you would a normal pencil. Right. Mm. I think there's a sort of shape there, a face maybe, and a, a human form. I think the shadow's uh. caused... I wonder, it's, it, I wonder if it's that thing, you know, where you put your, your dressing gown on the back of a bedroom door and in a certain light you look at it in the middle of the night and it looks like a human form or face. I mean, it's yeah. easily done, isn't it? I think that's it. Exactly. Um, it, it faces in the fire. Yes. Yeah. It, it, human perception is such that the first thing you attempt to create in any abstract shape yeah. is a human face or form. Okay. All right, then, uh, well, I'm uh, sorry to d disappoint you, but uh, I'll tell you what we'll do. Let's go back over to Fox Hill Drive and learn about the toll that living there has taken on the children's mother, Pamela Early. Pam, I know this has all been a nightmare for you, but what's been the worst moment so far, do you think? I'll show you. <clears throat> I'll have to get this done properly. Um... My husband, my ex-husband, used to develop his own photos in a dark room under the stairs. The glory holes, we used to call it. When I was a kid. <laughs> Why have you ordered it up like this, though? Well, I'm not. Um, dark rooms were called glory January. holes, apparently, and I got it into my head. England in the nineties. To try and find one of my letter, the solicitor's letters um, about my divorce. Look, this was um, the era was of George Michael. They knew what a glory hole was. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like somebody was trying, was pushing it from outside. You were inside by this time? Yeah. Um, I shoved. I tried to get out. Um, and then I started to panic. It was like coughing. I couldn't breathe. I started screaming for Kimmy and Susie. Um, but all they could hear was my banging. And all I could hear was Kimmy shouting, It's Pipes, Mum. Pipes. Pipes is here. <laughs> Awful. The, the girls got you out eventually. Mm. The thing is, when I was in there, I swear as God's my witness, I, heard, I felt this man in there with me and breathing right up against my face, like strong, like uh, rotten cabbage. I nearly died. Um, and when I got out, my head went, my knees. Pam, let's go sit down. Come on. I keep what forgetting uh, that we're watching yeah. like an actual movie. Yeah. Well, after Glory Hole, um, I wrote to the council. To after Glory moved. Hole, I wrote to the council. <laughs> they, um, they wouldn't take I couldn't take sense like that seriously. I <laughs> just don't want to know, really. Yeah. We You've got to do something about all this Glory Hole. We said we should all see a psychiatrist. Tell me what happened when the newspapers got their teeth into the story. Oh, that was a disaster. Look at these. You've got a lot of coverage. Yeah. I believe in the devil, says Spook House Mother. <laughs> Did you say that? <laughs> no, I didn't know. Mm. Again, not a word you'd use today to describe someone. Everyone's very friendly, Spook. but um, in the end, they all made us look even more like idiots. So I went to the local TV. Can we have a look at that, actually? There we are. Pamela's just going to make her way outside now to our mini-studio. She'll be there waiting to take your calls. In the meantime, let's go back to our main studio. And Sarah, thank you very much indeed. Uh, Dr. Pascoe, what was your introduction to the early family? Well, um, I saw that programme that we've just seen an extract from. And, uh, I viewed I the programme. When you met Mrs. Early then, was she then at the end of her tether? Yes, I'd had some experience of a fairly <laughs> I love these British case in Heidelberg, Germany. So Is I knew the end of a family emotionally. I see. Well, I believe that Mrs. Early joined us now. Pamela, hello. Thanks. Thanks for joining us. Hello. Yeah. Uh, thanks also for allowing our cameras into your home. That can't have been an easy decision to have taken. Well, Suzanne was getting fed up with the job like she was getting this role perfectly um, oh, for the position. For liars and yeah. That's what makes me and, think that um, he is this said, guy. She um, yeah. Dr. Pascoe wants us to do this BBC thing. Um, so let's do it and uh, let's show everyone and then they'll have to believe us. Um, Pamela, I understand that you're quite keen to share your experience with our callers. The yes. only one that seems a um, little off is the mother, but I think um, that's intentional. They're not going mad like I thought I was sometimes. Mm -hmm. That's right. All right. Well, we've she got feels a little less sleepaway camp mommish. Let's take our first caller. Mike what? Smith, who is it? Sleepaway camp. This is Sandra Hughes from Sussex. That won't do it all. <laughs> so crazy. Sandra, hello. Oh, he hello. Um, this is 
just that she's from Sussex. When I was a, a, a girl, I, I brought up in, in a, a house in Brighton, and, and, and we had a ghost. And we'd um, often find things broken and, and you know, those, those sorts of things. You're not alone, Sandra, honestly. And it's sort of coming out about this boy who died there and, and how, how it affected me. At the time, I like I how like, she I can just have like an earpiece in and they have to hold phones. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's all I wanted to say, really. Thank you, Sandra, for your call. Thanks a lot. Uh, thank Completely you unnecessary, Sandra, well, but thank you. Stay in the studio there. We'll come back to you in just a moment. One or two other things to talk about, first of all. Thanks a lot. Now, what I want to talk about now, Dr. Pascoe, is this book of yours, which I'll show the camera there. This is called Angels of the Odd. And it's the book that you wrote, your account of your investigation into this case. And you also made a film at the same time. We've got an extract from the film here. Perhaps you could talk us through what's happening here. Well, we did extensive interviews. And we also used the Gansfeld technique. That's what we're seeing now. And that's where all the sensor, uh, sensory inputs are blocked off deprived yeah deprived yes and you just feed in the white sound white yeah, noise through the headphones there. bright light mm -hmm. yeah now that's when we would hear the voice the voice mm -hmm. well is that like sent their the like voice, version actually. of sensory let's, deprivation let's because this i think so intriguing. yeah across here i should say that this tape is completely undoctored mm -hmm. there's no uh, edit on it whatsoever uh, we should also warn uh, our viewers of a nervous disposition that the things on this tape that they might find a little bit distressing. Mm. Uh, at one point we filled Suzanne's mouth with coloured liquid and we sealed her lips with tape and the voice continued with absolutely no change in quality whatsoever. Let's hear it. Filled her mouth with liquid and sealed it with tape. <laughs> <laughs> Bizarre. Bizarre. Did you say chilly or shitty? And shitty too. Chilling. Chilling. Did you see that guy appear behind her? No. And um, shit. I want to rewind it. We'll go. We'll watch it. Imitate the voice recording. But there's a lot of those moments where if you're not watching, it, you'll miss it. Well, that's a trying it there. She can't do it. No, even under hypnosis, we tried that. Really, in the same result. What other evidence do we have, Doctor? Well, over the months, Alan Domeski, my partner, and I heard numerous noises, uh, thuds, bangs, scratching in the walls, knocking. The sort of normal noises you associate with poltergeist mm. activity. Mm. Mm. What about this here? Mm. Uh, well, this is, this is my favourite, I think. This pillow moved diagonally to within about a foot of my face. Now, it's impossible to fake that. How do you fake that? I don't know. 
Let's have a look at some more evidence picture. over here. This is a wreckage evidence, yeah. if you like. This I feel like that's one of those pictures if you'd seen like on the internet, like you, it'd be like one of those, I don't know if that's real or not. Now, how if I saw that picture framed and hanging in someone's house, I would no longer be in their house. And they said yeah, it had been safe. caused by intense like, temperature change, not by impact or shock. Really? This temperature, there you are, look, the headless lady. <laughs> slightly phallic. Small size, yeah. <laughs> nah. And clocks and watches just stop. When they're in the house, I mean, I just gave up wearing one. There's no point. And the favourite in a situation like this, of course, the spoons yeah. at the bed. I mean, quite remarkable. Yeah. Uh, it's a couple of regular little Yuri Gellers or sisters, yeah. aren't they? They weren't even in, in, in the room sometimes. You just open the drawer and And you saw all this happen? Yeah, many times. Many, many times. She looks sure. like somebody. Let's now look at the uh, British version of, of somebody. Evidence. Uh, Helen Hunt and, and Seth Rogen. <laughs> yes. Yes. 100%. You nailed it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Helen Hunt with an uh, undertone of <laughs> Seth Rogen. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> nailed it. Yeah. A plus so work, sir. Suzanne, Suzanne uh, when did you first get these marks on your face? When did they first show? About July, the first one was. It was horrible. Like, I'd just wake up and it would feel like someone was all over me. <laughs> and in fact, we've got there, Dr. Pasco, we've got some of the pictures that were taken there of the face of that girl with these extraordinary marks on them. Yeah. Alan and I watched them appear on her face and throat literally in front of our eyes. Like, if you were There's a kid seeing this, that would be terrifying. Remarkable. Because they don't look like now, overly seen, done. They look kind of creepy, the, like the, the cat claw scratches. And if you hadn't seen the beginning um, where it's like, okay, this is some, a produced thing. Even if you did, activity, such as it is, is now centered on you know, this wasn't common to see found footage well, stuff. Certainly right. As a female approaching puberty, she does conform to the classic, typical poltergeist focus. Yeah. Broken family background. She's introverted. She tends maybe to direct her stress and anxiety inwards until it has nowhere to go and then well do i think we've still got um, you know your classic there, lady you know, hysteria she's a yes they are mr i don't know quite if you uh, heard that what dr pasco was saying well she said that that suzanne was the classic typical poltergeist focus she was the the person that all this energy was focusing on what do you think about that well there's nothing wrong with my Susie, I know that. Um, if, if my Susie's funny, well, how does that explain the other things? Like, um, like the glory hole. It doesn't, it can't. Classic boomer mom. Don't you tell me my kid's crazy. I think what you're saying really is, in fact, that you believe it's an actual ghost. Don't you, Lynn? Pam, I'm not... If my kid's crazy, how do you explain the glory hole? I'm on your side. I know that there's something there. I'm just trying to understand what it is. A poltergeist can be location-based or person-based. I mean, who knows? Maybe this is both. Hmm? Well, I mean, of course, a lot of people would have it that there's nothing there at all. Yeah, well, a lot of people would have it at one time, but you couldn't walk on the moon. All right, well, in order to avoid any accusations of bias, I'd like to bring in physicist Emilio Silvestri, a former member of the Skeptic Society PSYCOP, the Committee for the Scientific Investigation for Claims of the Paranormal. He's in New York. Good evening, Dr. Silvestri. Good evening. Thank you for joining us. You looked at the evidence in this case. I'd like to hear your conclusions. What are they? Well, I think it's, uh, it's pretty obvious there's 
nothing on the tape that couldn't be faked. Uh, the um, the bedroom footage is totally Emilio. It, it could all be done with wires, for all we know. And the lesions on Suzanne's face. Uh, scratched by her fingernails. She's not lying. Believe her. I'd love to. Uh, same as I'd love to believe I'm going to heaven, but uh, doesn't make it a, a scientific fact. But if people do believe in something, surely we shouldn't discount it. I mean, it's all part of human experience, and that's what we're studying. Fine, fine. But is, is it measurable? Is it uh, provable? No. Uh, for years, uh, parapsychologists have been trying to uh, prove their loony theories in, in uh, laboratory <laughs> conditions, and it, they, they can't. Yeah, that's right. We can't. That's where we went wrong. We can't. There are some things you can't demonstrate in a lab. Show me. There are some things you can't demonstrate. In in a lab. Show me you can't. Poetic inspiration in a lab. You can't. You've got to get out of it. You can't. <laughs> you can't. You can't. These people are not deceiving us. Or Reminds me of uh, the them. love guru. They're in trauma, like, What is it you can't face? <laughs> the early family are suffering just like people who've had murder bereavements or plane crashes. One of, the only one of uh, Mike Myers' just best movies. Mm, most of us don't there were like three or four See, great what jokes what you always in that 90-minute movie. You have a belief system too. <laughs> not you enough to, system, for it to make like up for just the... You joke about it because you're afraid to face it. Awfulness. That old chestnut look. Lynn, you ought to be a Dennis Beak or a palm reader. Oh, you woman. Counselor, a confident a guide, maybe, but a scientist, I, I don't think so. This guy's a pretentious so fuck. The eyebrows. This is slow enough that I feel like that, that's part of what makes it feel real, too. It's like. There's no, weird little characters. You're watching like a talk show. Psychop people have nothing to do with parapsychology. If I had told you this was real. Would you have thought it was real? They're the last of the materialists. Yes. Like the last of the dinosaurs. Maybe. The world's changing. Good doctor made you cross, didn't he? No. <laughs> I would have. Right, what we'll do now. I would have at least been like, what the in fuck? Fox Hill Drive. Okay. Uh, Sarah, I, I what, probably would have, at this point, still believed. Quite quiet, actually. A bit too quiet. Though I must say, earlier on, Sue's uh, turned off Dr. Silvestri. I don't think she was that enamoured. It's um, it's a slow burn. Well, in the moment we've got here now, Sarah, uh, perhaps you could tell us that ghost story you told us about late, earlier on. Oh, yes, all right. Well, I suppose it's a sort of ghost story. It happened um, oh, a couple of months ago now. We were staying at some friends of ours' home. They live in the Cotswolds, beautiful 15th, 16th century house. And one night, I was woken up by the sound of this harpsichord music. It was like chamber music. But you know when a noise comes into your dream and you're not quite sure it's in a dream or, or whether it's actually happening, it was that kind of effect. But it woke me up nonetheless. And when I tried to get back to sleep again, I could still hear it. But all I could see was this Indian woman's face. And she had her hair sort of pulled across her forehead and then tightly back and coal round her eyes. And her eyes were going from side to side, you know, like in Indian dancing. And slowly the eyes lifted up and rolled right back until they were white and then the face went well next morning i couldn't wait to tell everybody about this and uh this crazy woman it is they uh told me that the house had once belonged to the viceroy of india and he had had two indian concubines living in the house with him and when they died he couldn't bury them in consecrated ground he wasn't allowed to so he buried them out in his garden and there had been talk in the village of actually digging up the grave to see what else was down there. 
And it became very clear to me that this was a sort of message to say, no, don't, they mustn't do it. And so when I found out that they weren't, in fact, planning to do anything with the grave, they wouldn't dream of it, I went back up to the bedroom and I, I just sort of said, don't worry, nothing's going to happen. And it was as though the atmosphere changed straight away. I have to say, Smithy was a bit scared the next night. <laughs> he wouldn't admit it, but he was. Um, but nothing happened, and it was as though everything had gone calm again. But the important thing here, it wasn't scary at all. I mean, the music and the, the vision was very beautiful. But that's why I wanted to do this programme, because it's intriguing. You all right? OK, yeah. Kim just wants to go to bed now. It's a bit late. Yeah. What time do you normally go to bed? Eight o'clock. Come on, then. You must be a bit tired. You want to just say hello to Mum? OK. Well, I'll tell you what. If you look up to that camera there, yeah, little thing there, and you speak into here, you can say goodnight to her. Night, Mum. Night, love. Sweet dreams. Night, Kim. Remember, there's nothing to be scared of. To bed. You really think there's nothing to be scared of? Well, in one sense, the paranormal is no more scary than the weather or the tides. I mean, all those things can harm us, but we can also understand them. Right. Yeah. Can you leave that light on? Yeah. All right. Then. Good night. Mm -hmm. Keep warm. Yeah. So, Sarah, I can't take her seriously. Shoulder pads. To report at all? <laughs> no, nothing. Just, uh, just the cold. It's typical, isn't it? A house full of technology, and nobody's bothered. Better central heating switches on. You okay, Suzanne? Plenty of crisps? Yeah. Yep. Good. All right. Now, guys, I think we've earned ourselves a cup of coffee, don't you? Mm -hmm. Pam told me where everything was. Um, it's just there. Mike, how'd you take the coffee? Uh, I like one sugar, please. Okay, what about you, Chris? Uh, milk one sugar, please. Mm -hmm. There we are. Do you know what? I think I'd almost feel happier if um, something was happening. It's sort of eerie, just waiting. You know. But you're fine. Well, I think I might have heard something earlier, sort of just like a, an animal scratching his feet, but they don't seem to get in the scanner at all. Did they? No. And uh, I, I noticed they had my watch had stopped. Really? Yeah. What time? When? Uh, just before we went on air. I said watchers have a hard time. Par for the course, I'm afraid. Fine. Just as long as we all know, eh? Don't spook yourself. <laughs> no, it's all right. That's what we're being paid for. And we're all okay anyway. Look, we've got an old hand to help us over here. Now, just put the kettle on. Do you want a cup of tea or coffee? No, thanks. I'm having lunch. All right. Can you get me a glass, please? Mm. Where? Are they just like yeah. Coming? yeah, that's right. One in the fridge. Just pass us the milk. Oh, yeah. This is a... Very low-budget affair from 1992, and I think it speaks to the quality of it that we're just shutting up and watching it. Oh, absolutely. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Are you all right? I mean, she described exactly what it is. It's like, it's the anticipation that's here. Now, as you know, we asked you to join our exploration of the supernatural by telling us your ghost story. Well, here's someone with a tale to tell who wants to conceal his identity. We had this dreadful day, uh, that first evening. Um, with duvets being tugged off, etc., being quite amusing. We've been laughing about it. Uh, it wasn't at all malevolent or, or nasty, but this particular day certainly was. Um, one of the first incidents that day, we were eating lunch, and 
I think it was mackerel or something like that. Uh, we look, both looked down, this is my half-sister again and me, and saw what looked like saliva all over the mackerel. Of course, we couldn't eat it. And shortly after that, I found again what looked like saliva on the front doorstep. Um, I, start, I lost my temper with it for the first Someone time. Someone got themselves a great name problem. Presence, whatever it was, and started shouting and swearing. And immediately, or a ghost jizz problem. What looked like spit what? appeared on my shoes, as if in retaliation. Could be a ghost jizz problem. And either shortly before or shortly after this, uh, this really was disgusting. We, 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 we found excrement uh, smeared on uh, a cupboard door in the bathroom. We had already, in fact, found uh, such things uh, in various parts of the flat. This is the first time we actually found anything smeared like that on the door, so it had to be cleared up, and it was really horrible. And from someone who believes in ghosts to someone who's not quite sure, let's join Craig Charles. Boo! I bet that scared you, didn't it? No, this is not a mask. This is Craig Charles live, <laughs> you lucky people. And here we have the thrill seekers. I have a feeling something bad's going to happen to him. All waiting to see if the ghost is going to arrive. Welcome it's to It's been a while since night. I watched I don't now, remember. I'm going to give you a little guided tour of the community. And we're going to meet some people who are pretty upset about some weird goings on. And we're going to go to a pretty sinister place. Let's break into a little bit of a jog light. Get me fit this jog. I tell you what, Michael, I hate Halloween. I hate apples. I hate duck apples. I hate little kids all dressed up in like the devil. And I'm, I'm going to meet this woman, <laughs> and she's on this piece of waste ground here, I think. And um, she's going to tell us some pretty peculiar So much things. of this has got to um, be improv. Yvonne Everly. Yvonne? Which one? You're Yvonne. Okay. Yvonne, can you, can you tell me about some It comes up too conversationally, it feels well, like. We live opposite Pam at uh, number 43, and one night, ages ago now, we had all this banging. So we went to the front door, and it was obvious it was coming from Pam's house. So what did you see? Well, the top window was smashed, and Pam and Kimmy were in the garden crying. So we made them a cup of tea, and they just come in, in into us whenever whenever they need to, basically. It all sounds a little bit weird. What's it like living in England's answer to Amityville? Oh, it's no joke. I mean, it's not very funny. I mean, some really weird and horrible things happen around here. What, what kind of weird things? Well, there was that wee girl that went missing. What was Judy Welland. Judy, Judy Welland. It was in all the papers. What, what happened to her? Nobody knows. I mean, she just disappeared. And then, well, I know you're always reading about people that were knifed and all that sort of thing, but somebody was knifed around here that was five years old. Five years old? Mm. OK, can you tell me a little bit about um, this playground? Yeah, um... Shall I go in? Yeah, yeah, come on. Um... Well, it was, it was this summer, my, uh, my youngest son, Gary, came running into the house in a real state. So when I calmed him down, it seemed he was that they'd uh, been playing in here and they'd found this dead black Labrador. Where, where did oh. you find it? it? Well, it was about here. And how had it died? Well, it had been cut open, like something in a butcher shop. Can you imagine the kind of person that would do something like that? And is that all that happened? Well, it was pregnant. There were foetuses scattered all over. The kids went right for weeks. I should imagine not. So as you can see, this is a pretty sinister place. Now I'm going to try and find the guy who tried unsuccessfully to exercise Fox Hill Drive, Mr Arthur Lacey. Arthur Lacey? 
Arthur Lacey. Come with me, Arthur. Um, you got involved in your professional capacity, I believe. Well, not exactly. Uh, by profession, I'm a British Rail Guard. Ah, but in your spare time, you're a, a medium? Well, I'm a spiritualist. A spiritualist. Yes, and uh, through God, I've been given the task, when I can, to help spirits that uh, may have lost their way. So you, um... You exercised Fox Hill Drive? Well, it wasn't the Rituale Romanum, uh, bell, book and candle. Mm. No, I simply went and prayed with the family and offered a guiding light to whatever poor soul might need it. And can you tell us what happened? You know how they say that uh, pigs can sense it before they get to the slaughterhouse? Well, I had this overwhelming sense of evil, of spiritual decay is the only way I can describe it as. Yet I was physically sick for a week. I smelt blood on my hands. Something didn't want me near it didn't believe it was dead so do you believe there is such a thing as i don't know an evil place well there are degrees yes shades in all places i mean anyone who buys a house finds themselves weighing up those vibrations subconsciously you see i think that just as we are the products of our mothers and fathers and their mothers and fathers i think that places somehow inherit the genes from their past too somehow yeah. Mm. Ah, hey, trick-or-treaters, I think. And um, what's your name? Katie. And your name? Billy. Billy and Katie. Sounds a little bit like a, a little Craig, situation Craig, comedy. I'm sorry what to have, have to today? cut you off there. In fact, okay. I've just heard that uh, we've got to go back to Sarah. Uh, Sarah's got something important for us. Sarah? Yes, what is it? What you got? Yeah, we've definitely got something here. Just look at this. Now, can you see this? I certainly can, clearly. Well... There's no way it could have got there. I thought maybe a, an old tomcat had got in or something. Sarah, when did you see this? Well, I took Suzanne up to bed. In fact, all of us went upstairs. Um, nobody was down here at all. Ten minutes ago, it wasn't here. Uh, Sarah, can, have you got a handkerchief? Can you see if the light fitting is oh, worked? Oh, thanks. That's great. Yeah, we'll do that for you. Um, I'll turn the light off first. Turn it off. All right. Okay. This it's just strong enough to hold me. There we are. <laughs> Anything? Uh, it's nothing dripped off here, first no. of all. Uh, uh, no stains on the ceiling? Ceiling, I think. No? The no, concrete. this is all completely dry. So it couldn't come from below. Is there any smell, Sarah? No, nothing. Can you smell the hanky, maybe? See if there's anything on that now. Any odour? The hanky? No, no, no. Can't smell anything at all. No. Uh, can you take a sample for us? Have you got anything that yeah. you could do? Yeah. Uh, what can we use for a sample? Something to uh, scrape well, it up. I've got a lens of stuff. Good. I, that would do. Yeah, 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 we're going to use this. Do we have to use hanky? Great. Yeah. See if we can suck some of yeah. whatever it is up with this. Yeah. yeah. You see, look, it's typical. Super. Typical poltergeist. If you pour water cheers. Into, it's almost impossible to, to avoid getting an erratic outline. Now, yeah, these yeah. pools are perfectly oval. Yeah. They're unbroken. Good. <gasps> oh, Suzanne! Is she all right? You okay? Yeah, I've just got a bit of a nippy tummy. Oh, let me get you some emails or something. Hang on. Doctor, when, when they've got those uh, samples that we saw them taking mm. there, oh, what, what, what do you do with them when you've got the sample? Well, we'll test it to see if the calcium and the magnesium salts match the hardness of the local tap water. And, and where, where does it come from? Don't know. Anyway. Can't get any water out. Oh! 
snap. Suzanne. Sorry, I'm all wet. Let's go upstairs, shall we? Can I ask you now, Dr. Pascoe, we've, we've had a look at what's been happening there in, in the house. What, in fact, do you make of what we've seen? Well, Portergeist Activity has a pattern, um, a menu, if you like. Um, first there are the noises, the sounds, and then water. And then the third stage is um, physical phenomena, moving objects. And do, do you think that, in fact, what we've seen there is, is something starting to happen in Fox Hill Drive? Well, who knows? Well, we shall find out, no doubt. Things She's have been just happening full in of non-answers. She yeah. really is. On the line now. He's, uh, do they always go in that order? From Neath, pick up water always third to last. I said, do they always go in that order? Is water always third to last before shit gets thrown around? Yep. Can you hear me? Yes, yes, I can hear you fine. Yeah, I was just sitting here and stuff. You ain't going to believe this, I'm telling you. Well, you try us, Gavin. Well, um, my mates were around to watch the videos, and we put on the programs uh, about ten minutes ago. Um, I had this sandwich, a cheese and pickle sandwich it was. Oh, yes. And, uh, it, well, it frightened me to bugger it. <laughs> I was uh, minding my own business, and this, this dirty great plate sitting on the arm of my chair just dived off. Sure, Kevin. And there was nowhere near it or nothing, mind. No. It just leapt off with a mind of its bloody own, it did. Kevin, um... How close were you to the to the place? Miles away. My mates, uh, they went white. They went. Mm. Yes, yes. All right, Kevin. I think I think we've had enough. I think I get the picture. Certainly. Thank you very much indeed for for calling. I suppose, in fact, we should have been uh, prepared for that. I mean, it's Halloween night, home brew time, and all that. I can see you're not as sceptical as I am, Doctor. Well, that must mm. go. All right. But really, serious calls, please. Uh, the lines are still open, and we've got time for just. One like of the like, That's the kind of call. Yeah. 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 So apparently, we've got to go they, straight back to. They take everything so seriously. Oh my God! Happening. Sarah, you must obviously have real ghosts at your house. Yeah. But they're like, okay, thanks for calling in. Yeah. The, light the skepticism feels more authentic. Get it out of here. You alright? There's an alcohol down there, all right? It's moved. It's in the wardrobe. It's out the way. Can you hear this? I think there was a reflection in the window too. Should we go back upstairs and do? It might have been the camera guy, but it, I think it might have been. Upstairs, children, come on. No, Sarah, Sarah, stay where you are, please. Sarah, stay there, please. Don't go upstairs. 
Why? Because we hear that Suzanne's got out of bed, but she's not yet Still appeared. No, I don't know she's, why. Not, she's not appeared on the landing. It, it, it could be a piece of its usual misdirection. I just trust me, Sarah. Stay. Oh, Suzanne must still be in the bedroom. But where? The camera range, right in the corner of the room. Can we cut to the hall camera? No, sorry, sorry. The landing camera. No, the, the landing on the door. The other landing. That's it. And zoom in. Can we pan? Can we pan left? And down. Okay. Henry! Come on. Jimmy. Suzanne, are you okay? You all right? Come on. It wasn't me! It doesn't it matter! Wasn't me. It doesn't matter! Well, that's, that's quite extraordinary. We set out to catch a ghost, and, and sadly, very sadly, what we witnessed was a remarkable exposure of a hoax. Let's not be too hasty. Oh, come on, Doctor, please. We surely got to accept no, we I saw don't. it there. Look, this is an established pattern. It, genuine phenomena followed by the fakery stage when the children feel obliged to come up with the goods. Doctor, really? I'm sorry, because... Well, I mean, after eight months of commitment and committed work like you've been through, I can understand that you feel upset because you've been duped. I'd be the first to admit it if I was absolutely sure I had been duped. Oh, Doctor, really. Oh, the please don't be simplistic. This duped. is one incident amongst many, many dozens. I was there. I've seen them. I've seen inexplicable things. 100%. No question. And this? Let's not get sidetracked, please. Let, let's not lose the scent. Maybe there's a kind of ritualistic reason it's like sympathetic magic uh, acting out what they want to happen the invoking process that precedes the genuine doctor, appearance doctor, before we get too involved in that kind of jargon let's see what suzanne has to say about this she might throw sarah is suzanne uh, able to see suzanne those? needs a glass of water right now can i talk to her? well i think i'd like to talk to her first of all if you don't mind it's my mom suzanne i'd like to talk to you did you put the writing in the school book what about the noises in the wall? I don't want to talk about it. What about the scratches on your face, Suzanne? Mom! It's all right, darling. Mum's here. Doesn't matter. Why, Susie? You can tell me. Show them. You didn't have to show them. Not like this. Hmm? Why? Tell them you don't throw around, Susie. Mistake. She doesn't know what she doesn't know anything. Do you love? We thought you'd leave us. You thought I'd leave you. Oh, we were noises to you. And you lied to make us stay. Sometimes. Only sometimes? It was what you wanted, wasn't it? We just gave you what you wanted. Stop it. Miss Early, you heard your daughter. She's admitted the entire thing was a deliberate fraud. No, I'm sorry, I don't accept that. Dr. Pascoe has seen and heard things same as me. You can't but just... Well, she's afraid. She's frightened. She doesn't but know But Susanna self-explained, Mrs. Early. My family are telling the truth. We're all telling the truth.
Well, fortunately, after this turn of events, we were able to return to Dr. Emilio Silvestri. Dr. Silvestri was in uh, New York, joins us again now. Dr. Silvestri, I imagine you're about to say, I told Milio? you Emilio! So. Well, <laughs> I, I don't get any vicarious thrill out of seeing parapsychology crucified in public, but it does... Uh, so my uh, you do. Validate my hypothesis. Mm, what hypothesis? <laughs> my ego boost out of my dick. Detention seekers. Oh, rubbish. Well, you, you played into their hands. Uh, Primetime TV, Alice in Wonderland couldn't take it anymore. He looks like he has a tampon sticking out of his ear. A what? He looks like he has a tampon sticking out of his ear. I almost feel whatever's in there, it's deliberately muddying the waters. Well, Dr. Pascal, thank you. And Dr. Sylvester, thank you too for joining us from New York. Thank you and, uh, and good night to you. A lot of activity in our phone room. You won't be amazed to hear that after what we've just seen in Fox Hill Drive. Uh, Mike Smith, uh, what's happening? What's the story? Well, uh, well the, the, the strange thing is that we're still getting calls about that shadowy figure uh, that was seen in the haunted bedroom, or people think they've seen in the haunted bedroom. Now, what's really weird is these are all tallying with the description. These are all different phone calls. They're generally all saying that it's an old man or a woman, uh, bald with a skull-like head, dark eyes or some are just saying holes for eyes and wearing a black robe or a dress which is buttoned up to the neck so if anybody's seen this gentleman tonight Michael, perhaps you can give us I'm a call now this is important uh, can somebody in the gallery tell me if it's possible to access the tape interviews i've shot at the university please i'm sure i'm sure it will be yes um, in view of what's happened there's a sequence i need to find urgently. yeah yeah well, they're saying they can they can get to it uh, sometime further on the program yes okay we can do that for you um in the meantime, we'll uh, have another Ghost Watch story. And then after that, I'd like to hear your opinion on what we saw a moment ago in Fox Hill Drive. Is all of this, all of this a hoax? Or, as Dr. Pascoe believes, are things just about beginning to happen? Well, call me after this true ghost story coming up now. When I was about 11 or 12, I moved to this large, old Devonshire house. And um, part of the house is a lot older than the other part of the house. And it had a nasty feeling. It was cold. Um, things, doors opened, things fell off the wall, um, ornaments shattered, and generally it didn't have a nice feeling. Um, my bedroom was in part of that house, part of that old part of the house. And um, shadows would move at the end of my bed. So I asked for a nightlight. I asked a grown-up, I think it was my grandmother, um, which made the situation worse in a way because... <laughs> anyway. Can we just clear the set? <laughs> yeah, well, something's gone very wrong with that uh, ghost story. Probably a poltergeist. What do you think, Dr. Pascal? Anyway, um, <laughs> we're trying to get back to that uh, before the end of the programme. Uh, meanwhile, what do we do? He is a sassy bitch. That's what we do. Uh, Mike Smith. Um, the only one I can aggressive poly for sure. Um, is this woman? Try, try her. She wants to remain anonymous. Wants to take part of the program, but insists on anonymity. Try her. Okay, Mike. Thanks, Doctor Pickford. Hello. Hello. Yes. Uh, hello. Am I on? Yes. You're you're, uh, you're on BBC One's Ghost Watch. Now, what do you want to tell me about? We've got this big glass table. My husband just rested one finger on it, and it exploded. Glass everywhere. His face and hands were cut. There's blood on the wallpaper. The ambulance has just gone. My children are frightened. Why are you doing this? Now, look, I'm sure your children are in shock. Uh, I, 
also ought to say, I think it's high time probably that your kids were in, in bed. I mean, it is past the amount of watershed, isn't it? They're sick. They're sick. They won't go to bed. I can't drag them away from the TV. I tell them to look what time it is, but the clock still shows 9.30. Excuse me, have all your clocks stopped? I don't know what's going on. They won't take their eyes off the set. And there's blood. There's blood all over the wallpaper. Look, look, love it. Look, it's Halloween. They're, they're overexcited. Uh, you've had a, a terrible accident. Now... Now, please, would you switch off the TV and please send your kids to bed? Uh, thanks for calling us, but, but we've got to move on. Thank you. I like no, how the kids sorry, not being in bed is one of the biggest problem. issues for um, him. Listen, please. He's a better mother than she is. <laughs> Don't touch anything. And if you can, take a photograph. Now, this is very valuable right, evidence. Okay. Of uh, do, I've got to say to everyone watching, please, please, we don't want to give anybody sleepless nights. We don't want to start panic. Don't let your imaginations run right. These things we're talking about are very, very rare indeed. And the chance of them happening to you are exceedingly remote. Uh, please believe us. Right, now I think that, Dr. Vasco, that that uh, tape you wanted, that interview you did some months ago with Kim early, mm -hmm. I think that's ready now. I think we can go to it. It's coming up now. There you are. Well, have you ever seen him then, Kenny? Pipes? Yeah. And what's he look like? Can you describe him to me then? Well, he's really old, mm -hmm. and this eye's got all blood all over his eye and scratch mm -hmm. coming out, and then he's bald over his head, mm -hmm. and then he's got a nose, and in the middle it's got a scratch all the way down, and it's mm -hmm. in, and, then, and, and he's got a dress on, a dress Does on, he? yeah, mm -hmm. and it's all really long, and it's got, it's black, it's got buttons all the way down. Mm -hmm. And lots of petticoats under. Yeah, can we replay it? Sure, can we, sure we can. Back to the start of the description. All right, can yeah. we roll it back, Leetie? It's about to start, is it? <laughs> there? Yeah. Well, okay. he's really old. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And this eye's got all blood all over his eye and scratch mm -hmm. coming out, and then he's bald over his head. Mm -hmm. Now, do you see what I mean? Got Ken's description mm -hmm. exactly in matches the middle, it's got a scratch what Mike's been getting on the phones. Mm -hmm. Old mm -hmm. man. A bald, skull-like head, yeah. dark eyes, really wearing a black long. dress. Black. She says buttons. it's black. All the way down. Mm -hmm. Buttoned. Well, could they have read the de descriptions in a newspaper? Well, there's been nothing in the newspapers, not containing that description. It's not appeared in print one single time, I assure you. Then what are you saying? Well, we, we were drawn to assuming it was Suzanne at the centre yes. of this, because yes. she's at puberty, but what if she isn't? What if it's Kim? Okay. We've been looking at the wrong person. Exactly. Fascinating. <laughs> uh, Sarah seems to be trying to get our attention. Uh, quite agitated. Sarah, what is it? Thank you. It's Pamela. Listen to this. Cats. It's like cats. Can you hear it? Where, Pam? It's all right. It's all around us. Like the trap somewhere. Do you hear it? Cats running around up there in the ceiling. Can you hear anything, yes. Sarah? Yeah, I, I can hear it now. She's right. Mum. Where is it, Kenny? What's wrong, Susie? What do you mean, what's wrong, Kimmy? Oh, Suzanne? Suzanne, are you okay? It's all right, love. Oh, don't get upset, love. Your mum's here. Oh, dear oh, God. God. Oh, it's an illusion. What do you want us to do? Sorry. What do we do? Sarah, you're all right. Get away, get oh, away from... No, Mum, they have to stay. They have to see everything. Sarah, uh, it, it's all right. Don't worry. It, it's, 
It's some kind of allergenic psychosomatic reaction. Could be self-mutilation. She could have done it with her own fingernails, you know. They said she used her own fingernails for this. Fingernails? What flaming fingernails? <laughs> Look, what do you want to do? Sarah, what? don't worry. I I've seen it before. It will subside. Feel her temperature. She's burning oh, up. It's like a meat locker in here. It's so cold. But I can't move because she's in agony and she won't even let me touch it. What do you want to do? Well, yeah. Get a flannel and get some water. Yeah. Come on. We'll get out of here. Come on. Sorry, they didn't need to drag you out. I just think they need a bit of time. Sarah, should we send someone in now? No, God knows how she'd react. Just let, let's let everything settle down now. I should tell you, if you joined to see the next programme, that in fact we're staying with what we have here from Foxhill Drive because the events are, are so remarkable and dramatic that we'll be staying with them for as long as, as we have to. Doctor, what about your theory that, in fact, Kimmy was the focus for the poltergeist activity? What does this mean now? Well, maybe they're both involved. I mean, maybe it's like a tandem effect. Kim's creating the energy and Suzanne's directing the violence in on herself. First Suzanne, then Kimmy. Then this. You don't know, do you? He's a straight asshole. I've got to come in here. We, we've got a, a very important phone call, which I think you both should take right now. Doctor. Uh, hello, who am I talking to? Oh, hello. My name's um, Mary Christopher, and I just wanted to phone and tell you about this. Well, uh, about my mother, really. We were North Oak, born and, born and bred, and... Um, and us children, if we if we were naughty or couldn't get to sleep, our mum used to say, Mother Seddon's will come to get you. He used to scare us. Rigid. I, I don't know why she... Parents do do some awful and daft things, don't they, Mary? Yeah, well, years later I found out that she really did exist, and she was a baby farmer, like a childbinder. She used to take kids in, but she used to kill them, and she'd drown them in the big coppers. And why... Why I'm ringing is she used to live in one of the old terraces in Foxhill by the railway, as it was then, and is now Foxhill Drive, and I'm just sure it's where those poor girls live now. And really, that's all I have to say. I just wanted to make sure you knew. Thanks for your call, Mary. Thanks very much for calling me. Sarah, I wonder... Sarah, Sarah, did you hear any of that? Sarah, can you hear me? Can I talk to Sarah, please? Mike, it's all right. I can hear you. Uh, I'm fine. Um... Suzanne's feeling a bit better now. Oh, we still don't know no. how the scratches got on her yeah. face. But we feel it's probably best to get the girls yes. out of the house now. Uh, things are still feeling not quite strange. Really, no, we don't. Get it off! I've got we to talk to somebody! Kimmy? Who? 
talking? Who who are you talking to? Pipes. Where's Pipes? Here. What does he look like, Gimme? Like somebody's mum. I'd, I'd like both of those children after that house, actually. I'd like somebody to yeah. take care of Suzanne as well. And please, let's have the kids have a house, please, could we? Oh, did you see that? Did you see it, Danny? Quick pan right in front of the curtains. There's been five or six of those so far. That's the first one I've caught. Of our program, the end of our Ghost Watch program. I hope they they are out shortly. Uh, as we wait for them to come out, uh, we'll go over to our phone-in studio. Mike, what's been happening? Uh, well, it's uh, understandably fairly chaotic here. Um, we're getting all sorts of calls. In, in Derby, someone was ringing to say that her clock had stopped. Again, a clock stopping. Uh, Ken and Joyce Shrivener from Telford in Shropshire, their radio has Shropshire. gone dead. And the microwave oven is pinging repetitively. Well, where are they happening? I mean, is there a geographical pattern? I, I, how I, many of these incidents are there? I don't know. I don't know how many of these to take with a pinch of salt. Mrs. Pinder from Chepstow, her dog won't stop barking. Uh, in fact, we have loads of instances recorded here this evening of pets acting up all through the programme. Mr. Naro from Cheltenham says his son is making glasses break. I'm sure we can assume that many, if not all of these calls, uh, are jokes. I'm more interested in what's happening at the house. Are they all no, out? No, yet? no, wait, 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 wait. We've got one here. Um, just in the last few minutes, a young lady very distressed in response to something that we showed earlier on, and she's hung up before we've had a chance to talk to her. So the point is there's someone here who can take your call now. We need to talk to you. Could you right, call back? Right. Can we talk to these people? Let's get back to Sarah. Sarah, Sarah, are you, are you all right? Uh, I'm sorry. I can hardly hear you. You can hear what I'm saying. Um, Suzanne's a lot quieter now, but uh, they they won't move. They won't listen to me. I think Suzanne's in uh, in some kind of a state of shock. Uh, what do I do? I can't leave them. I'm sorry, I've got to take this out. It's going to be terrible, boys. I, I don't know what's going on. Can you hear this? It's Vicky. Michael. Just say something. 
Timmy! to do it. What? says he was a bad man, Bobby. Here were his eyes. Oh. What's that noise? The motherfucking cat has gotten me What's every goddamn time. Look at... It's just like an earthquake. To go into the glory hole. This is like making my heart like race. Holy shit. Seriously. I would not open that. That's 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 grounds for getting your eyes clawed out. Look what's happening. Are you okay? Look. Chris, stay there. I'm going to go and get help, all right? Okay. Just stay there with him. Yeah. Suzanne. He's touching me. Suzanne. He's hurting me. He's hurting me. Get off me. Get away. Get off me. No. Go away. Mom, help me. Don't leave me, Mom. <laughs> We, have we lost the link completely? No, it's nothing. Um, oh, hang on, yeah, we're on. Somebody, please, oh, we're on. Please tell me. Um, we've obviously lost the link. Well, the, the we light's get... on. We are definitely on. Um, sorry, this seems okay, to be a, we a can't bit, of a, back. bit of a balls up in TV speak, I think we can we, say. Uh, we, you we can see us, but we can't see somehow. you. However, we're, we're finding oh. out. Well, nothing to report so far from the house. Yeah. It all seems very quiet and peaceful. No, no, I'll tell you the truth, I'm not really bothered. I didn't really want the scoop on the headless horseman. I mean, like, where do you put your microphone? There's <laughs> <laughs> somebody speaking right, to them. What's everybody doing up there? You're following me around, you kids, aren't you? I think we're off again now. Um, where's this one? That's a terrifying mask. I wish someone would have said we were on then, you know. I'm chatting away and... <laughs> Only at the BBC lab. Sorry. We're back back in Fox Hill Drive. Oh fantastic. Oh. Don't know the sound, but it looks decent enough, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Where's the, the sound man? I assume that they've they've got him out actually, obviously. We're back, we're back to normal. Look happy. This whole back situation I, I totally agree. This would freak yeah. the fuck no, out of me I'm, if I was I'm a kid delighted. watching this. I, was ready to, uh, I would definitely believe it was real. Me too. Oh, panic over, hopefully. Can we see the rest of the house? I'm sure we can. I'd like to talk to Sarah as well. While we're 
uh, working on trying to talk to, to Sarah again. Perhaps there's time to take one of those many phone calls that are, are stacking up. Mike? Yeah, I'd be delighted. D who is the next caller? Doctor. Hello, uh, your name is? I don't want to give me name, but I think I have some information for you about the history of the house. Well, what do you know about it? Well, we've been into all that. We've I like how we totally gaslit her. Deeds and searches She's like, can we see the rest of the house? Built. I'm sure we can. And I would like to talk to Sarah again. And while we're working on talking to Sarah, let's take a phone call. Do you call. know Mr. and Mrs. Sellers? Yes, they're on our list of tenants. They lived there in the 60s, I think. Did you know they sublet a room? Sublet? No, I didn't. I didn't know that. Being illegal, it wouldn't be on the official records. The lodger was their nephew, Raymond Tunstall. How do you know him? Why are you calling, sir? I worked as a social worker when he came out of psychiatric hospital. He had several convictions. Station, aggravated Holy shit balls. He should never you know who is real. anywhere near any community. He was a very disturbed man, in my opinion. In what way? Hot down. By the time he moved to Fox Hill Drive, he developed paranoid fantasies. He used to tell me there was a woman on the inside of his body taking over his thoughts and actions, making him do things he didn't want to do. He started to wear dresses. The delusions got so bad, there was only one way to escape them. He took his own life. Stop trying to That's demonize cross-dressing. Cross was, was making me wear a dress. Oh, no. Hello? Are you still there? If you are, please go on. Hello? Are you there? Please continue. Jesus. He tied wire around his neck to a lathe and switched it on. Oh. Did it where he kept his tools? Under the stairs. Yikes. His aunt and uncle were on holiday. Under the stairs. It was 12 days before anybody found him. To a lathe? They heard the cats screaming. That would... He had about a dozen cats. The cats were locked in, of course. And of course, 12 days, they got hungry. Got to work on, on his face. Mr. Oh, thanks for calling. <laughs> I'm sure what you say is true. We've no reason to disbelieve you, but in order to substantiate. He's gone, Doctor. He's, uh, he's hung up. Sorry, but uh, that's where it is. He's, he's gone. In order to uh, substantiate. Yeah. He's hung up. He's hung up. This is the onion skin. What is? I mean, what happened on that spot? How many terrible things have... Oh, this has got to be nonsense, Doctor. Before Tunstall, before Mother Sevens, way back, maybe into prehistory. Oh, nonsense. I mean, no more calls, please. Also, our switchboard jammed. Nonsense. Been inundated with hoaxes. The Rosenheim poltergeist affected the telephone exchange. Rang of endless bills. Misdirected calls. No They're seeing it now, for God's sake. Don't close the lines. We need to know what's happening out there. You're the expert. What is happening out there? I don't know. <laughs> He's really good at gaslighting. Mm-hmm. White guy be white guy. What is it? Doctor, what's wrong? What's the matter? You've been a dick this entire time. You... It's in the machine. What, what? Well, look at the picture. Where? On the wall. The picture on the wall. What, what about the picture well, on the wall? It's still there. It hasn't fallen. It, it, it's not come off the wall. This picture we're seeing now isn't live. This is some earlier footage from earlier in the evening. This is just a cover. 
It's a dupe. But, but, but this what? isn't happening now. But what is happening? <laughs> 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 oh, I hate this so much now. Of course we're calling the shots anymore. We don't be silly. There's a wind in the studio. Ever heard of a wind in it? Turn the studio something. I don't understand. Jesus, man, we created a séance, massive séance. Where are we now? What is this? This could be lead. Is, is this happening outside the house? I think it is. It's mine. It, it, it Live actually happening. We've seen, we've seen Mike come out. We've seen Kim. We've seen, we've seen Pam. That leaves. Suzanne and Sarah. Now, now, where are they? Where can they be? Have we seen them? What are these shapes? Where are we? What are we seeing here? Who's that? Susie? Sarah. Is it? Susie, are you there? Can she hear us? Chris? Down here. So Where anxious. are you? Yeah. Oh, can you see if you can see her? Huge. Yeah. So you catch your house on fire. Jesus. Bad things happen in the glory hall. <laughs> it's okay for you. It's okay. Yeah. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Chris, look. it from the inside. It's hurting me. Come on. It's no good. Get off me! 
Sarah? Sarah? Having ourselves here, poltergasm. Just, just blackness now. All the the lights have failed. The the power's gone off. We've got some some lights in the studio. I don't know. There's there's cameras, but I don't know which one's working. I mean, the, there are no <laughs> no cameramen. I mean, difficult to know, even if anybody's still still with us. But if they are, this is the the scene in this in this studio, this totally deserted studio. Autocue's working. Round and round the garden, like a teddy bear. ending was unsatisfying <laughs> yes <laughs> i thought you were gonna say unsettling but well yeah that too it, was, it wasn't satisfying you? um well it was it, there was no closure there was no closure there was just forced uncomfortableness tension yeah and no you know relief. when when you when you watch um you know I guess it's not accurate to say modern day found footage movies because they don't really make them anymore. But like, you know, from 10, 15 years ago, when after Blair Witch and Paranormal Activity, it was just like a whole bevy of them. Yeah. Um, you know, it, when you're when you're watching those kind of movies, you see that they try to replicate this mm-hmm. in some ways and that this was like the first to do a lot of those things that they just kind of do over and over now cliched yeah um but yeah i'm really surprised that like more people don't know about this because to me this is like super scary Mm -hmm. and it's really like a niche scary movie like it seems like it'd be very like like i don't want to say art housey but like I don't know, pompous. Like it seems like a pompous, like art criticy type people be like, "Oh, have you seen, have you seen Ghost Watch? Oh, you haven't <laughs> lived." I mean, it's a little pretentious. I get it. It's it is foreign. It's from you know thirty years ago, so it's it's a movie you'd write a paper on. How original? Yeah, and of an I'm idea sure they have. Is yeah. is it for its time? Like, well, it wasn't the first found footage movie, um, but I know it did a lot of things, especially with. Um, the um hidden 
scene cuts that they do where like when the first time you see pipes when he's the shadow in the curtain Mm -hmm. like they jump back to it and make it look like they're just rewinding the tape and going back but obviously they're not they're they're editing it right um to make it look like oh maybe you the audience saw something because you wanted to see it right and it's not really there it's a little teasers it's yeah. little breadcrumbs and it's like um the i'm always i always confuse the name of the show it's the haunting of hill house right mm-hmm. on the netflix show okay yes uh they they do a lot of these things too where mm-hmm. it's like they'll have some little thing in the background where if you're not paying attention then you know you're not going to see it like they have a long you know two minute shot or something where someone goes in a room and then they come back out and the statues have turned right and it's like oh that's creepy but like they don't make a big deal out of it and that's that's like the you, kind of you either caught it or you didn't but if you it's, don't they're not yeah. like putting it on yeah on front street that hey look at what we did exactly but if you don't catch it you still your subconscious probably caught it and so you have this eerie feeling of this unsettledness but you don't yeah. maybe necessarily know why when Ooh. the 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 creepier or creepiest one on ghost watch to me is when they're like opening the basement door for the first time mm-hmm. and they like set the camera down and they're doing something else and just kind of opens and you see just just like is that a person and then like slam shut or something mm-hmm. it's like oh, shit. just enough for you to go yeah it only gives you like split seconds but it's it's so well done in my opinion mm-hmm. i mean i see why people thought it was real yeah. i really do um it's dark in here. Can we? Yeah, you can open that if you want now, or turn on that one. Um, A hooker. <laughs> Blinded by the light. I like that your reaction was Ugh. hooker. <laughs> so, because this was a TV movie from the early '90s in the UK, there isn't a whole lot of information on the budget or what it. I mean, it didn't make anything, obviously, because it aired on TV. Um. There also aren't a lot of actual review, reviewer reviews, just because of the same thing. It's not a traditionally released movie. Um, but I found a couple things that, that people said about it, um, just to get your you guys' opinion. Someone said, the reason this movie works so well is because of the committed performances from everyone in the movie. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I think that's definitely a strong point of the movie. Yeah. Um, I feel like everyone's character, who they developed was consistent throughout the entire thing like mr reporter man um old man the old man one he mm-hmm. was consistently gaslighting and an asshole and a skeptic the entire time but in the exact way that that person is gonna be like yeah, Geraldo yeah. Rivera oh yeah is yeah. gonna be very that, realistic that character specific for... kind of dick mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh the paul the earth joe rogan's of today if you will <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's a weird one. It's it's one I like to tell people about just because it's it's pretty out there but like it's still pretty accessible. And you love a you love a being able to offer a pretentious movie for someone. I don't think that's pretentious at all. <laughs> I think that's just fun. Oh, it is fun. But I mean it's 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 you're not going to find a huge wide audience that's going to know what it is. So it's kind of like, "Ooh, look, I'm really into movies." It's a niche way of being like, "I'm really into movies." Okay, sure. I'll take it. It's a litmus test for movie if you know you're going to be on the same level. No? So, like, I would ask if someone has heard of, yeah. of Ghostwatch? I guess. And 
but it's not i mean it's not even that's... technically a movie it's a tv special so it's like that's fair. and it's so obscure that it's like you know I'm not going to judge someone if they don't know what Ghostwatch is. It's <laughs> not should. so much a movie as it this is, is a boovie. Ooh! What, what would... It's a scary movie! <laughs> don't have your... Oh! Spooky! <laughs> you just ended up sounding like Ziegler from Moulin Rouge. That's what I got from that. Oh, Moulin Rouge is one of the few movies that I gave up on. Really? <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised by that. That's odd to me. When they had the crazy burlesque thing at the beginning and they're singing Nirvana, it's like, yeah, I'm out. That's <laughs> really? Really? For all the music and mashups you like, that's what made you turn But they're off taking them. it seriously. No, they. No. It seemed to me that they were taking it they way don't. too seriously. The movie, no. I don't. Well. I don't think they take themselves seriously. You should give it another try. You should. Okay. Uh, um, Ghostwatch, would you recommend this movie? Yeah. Absolutely. It was a great movie. Great scary movie. Yeah. What is your litmus test movie, though, for people that you know that would be like, you're going to have a good taste in movies? Or t- and I don't want to say good taste, the compatible taste. Compatible with me? Yeah. I'm pretty open to, to watching most things um, as long as they're interesting in some way. Um, if there's someone who is super into like rom-coms, because that's definitely a, a specific type of person that likes only rom-coms, um, then, you know, that obviously we're not going to watch the same stuff because that's really the one genre that I'm not super into because most of the, most of the, movies that get made are just you know taco bell movies the same ingredients just rehashing in a different order so so you can get along with most any sort of movie buff of any genre yeah do you call yourself genre fluid (laughs) sure uh so what it sounded like is both of you just unequivocally said yes recommend this movie yeah Yeah, i like it yeah I it was would... a good amount of creepy, like yeah, like it wasn't overdone. Uh, it lingered in just the the doorway of creepy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it t- it's t- it, t- it dipped a toe every time it needed. We started to get boring. It would dip a toe. Yeah, yeah it wasn't it's, full it... on like ghost horror movie, but it was enough that it's like, oh, now I'm a, a little uncomfortable being in my own house now. Yeah, to me, it's like the perfect Halloween level of spooky, yes, where it's like actually kind of scary, but like you can. You know, think about it for five seconds. And you're like, oh, whatever. It's a Shake ghost. It off. But then um, you hear something weird. You're like, what? <laughs> I would actually not recommend this movie um, to people that generally don't watch horror movies because I think it is um, potentially on the same level of scariness as as some horror movies. For some true, people. yeah. I actually think almost more so in some cases. Since some mm-hmm. some people are more have a more difficult time um, separating reality from. Um, yeah fiction stuff like this is uh, a hell of a lot more scary to me than like you know friday the 13th slasher or like typical modern day horror movies too they're just kind of dumb like this is a lot scarier i agree absolutely i feel like it's the sort of thing that like it would they would play it late at night on tv and like you'd fall asleep on the couch and wake up and it had just started but you so you missed any of the part about it not being real uh you just kind of get entranced and you're like, what the fuck am I watching? Uh, I was toying with the idea of of 
telling you that that it was real. You should have. Um, I would have believed you. <laughs> should have. I, d- I didn't want to trick you guys, though. Eh. Like, whatever. It probably just would have been like, are you fucking kidding me, Corey? What the fuck? <laughs> really? There's a windstorm in the studio. <laughs> they accidentally created a seance. Really? Huh. Really? <laughs> um. Well, all right. I think, I think we're kind of on the same page with this one. I Agreed. Very good Halloween movie. Um, next movie we will watch. You ready for this? Yes. Now we watched Atlantic Rim, which is a mockbuster of yes. Pacific Rim. We gonna watch another mockbuster, The Amazing Bulk. Oh, oh God, that's the horrible, horrible CGI one, right? Oh yeah, the CGI oh, looks boy. like. Quite literally, it looks like it was done in Microsoft Paint. I've seen about five minutes of this movie, and I'm not looking forward to watching the whole thing. It's fantastic. Okay. Uh, And until then, bye. Bye.